Hi, this is Chris from Chris Betts Verses. Uh, thank you so much for listening to the show. Uh, if you're considering donating, I would obviously appreciate it. It's uh, there's you know there's no uh, there's no Joe Rogan money going here, so anything you can give is incredibly appreciated. It'll all either go to better equipment or whiskey. Both improve my life immeasurably. So thank you again for listening. Uh, I hope that you're well. Keep enjoying it. Take care. The noise of piss in a metal sink is so loud. I can't explain to you the deafening. It sounds like rain on a tin roof, like a corrugated roof. Hello, welcome to the Chris Betts Versus Podcast. I am Chris Betts. If you haven't listened before, this is the internet's only comedy debate game show podcast. Uh, what that means, basically, is I will argue with my guests. Every show is completely different because the guest decides on the topic, so I can't prepare. They just pin me into a corner, and I try to fight my way out. This show was a particularly great one. I was joined by uh, Chris Cantrill and Amy Gledhill of The Delightful Sausage, and... The topics were absurd and then uh, shocking and just an all-around good time. I really, really enjoyed this show. I thought that uh, I think because the Delightful Sausage are a comedy duo sketch group who are absolutely fantastic. You should check them out. Um, And so they're so used to playing together that they really brought that energy to this show. Uh, One thing that you'll notice about this one uh, in in contrast to past episodes is I'm really addressing the people commenting on the Twitch stream and that was because this is the first time that I've uh, streamed it myself. So what you're hearing is a full uncut version of the game that I played live Wednesday night and you can stream the shows every Wednesday on twitch.tv slash chrisbetts. It's just my name and you can join in in the chat um, and so this is the first time that I've done it myself. Normally I have two texts. It's Josh Baker and Morgan Davies, and they are fantastic. They're the reason that I was able to start doing this show. But because they're fantastic and very talented, they're also highly sought after. And so they could either make the pittance that I pay them, or they could make real money and do the Leicester Comedy Festival for all of February, which is what they've chosen to do. Totally understandable. So as a result, I decided that I would try to stream this one myself. I did it over StreamYards. And it works remarkably. So as a result, because I'm in charge of all the stream and everything, uh, I can see everyone commenting in real time and I address it. So uh, if you if you notice that, that's what I'm doing. It's not like there's 10 other people who are on the call but are sign languaging me their comments. No, I am reading them. Uh, there's some very silly names on here because it's the internet. I, what I like about Twitch is it's like old school internet where, or I guess like Reddit still has this as well, where no one seems to use their real name. I found out recently that a very good friend of mine has been watching and joining in on my Twitch streams for the last few months, and I had no idea that it was him. So, you know, it's a uh, it's a mystery out there, but there, it was very fun. This was a great show. Um, I thought Amy's Regret in particular was fantastic. It was absolutely not something to regret. It was such a crazy, fun story. So look forward to that. Uh, Make sure to follow Chris and Amy, as well as their sketch group, The Delightful Sausage. All their social media information is in the description of the show, as is all of mine. And um, if you want to play the show, 
I'll talk about this again at the end of the show, but uh, if you want to be the Amy in this game, I'm going to be doing a Chris Betts versus the audience where I will argue against you via Zoom for the Leicester Comedy Festival where I'll be reunited with Josh and Morgan. Can't wait to see him. Such nice guys. Uh, the guest judge will be Alfie Brown, which if you're a British comedy fan, you probably know who he is. If you haven't heard of him but you like this show, you're going to love his stand-up. Really smart, really funny, very gross. Uh, so, um, yeah, that's going to be happening tonight. So this podcast comes out Sunday, February 7th, 2021, and that is the day of the show. The show starts at 8 p.m., and I would love to have any of you uh, guys and gals and they and thems come and join in the show. So it's only five pounds. Tickets are available on my website, thechrisbets.com. Uh, we've already sold most of the tickets, I think. We've got like back of the room tickets where you can watch but not take part. Uh, we've got a bunch of those left, but I think the ones that where you actually get to play, we're pretty much, we're really reaching capacity. So get them quick. Well, I mean, you have to get them quick anyway. It's today. But regardless, so that's all. those are on my website, thechrisbats.com. If you go to live dates, you can get a ticket right there for five pounds. I, I can't wait to do the show. I haven't done it against the audience in a few months. And I, I'm looking forward to getting back in touch with you guys. So please do that. It would be great to see you. There's really nothing else to set up before this show, so I'm just going to get into it. So this is me arguing against Amy Gledhill being judged by Chris Cantrill, and we're going to start right now. And speaking of everything's just fine, let me bring up my guests today. They are uh, my favorite sketch group. They're so funny, uh, both as individuals. I knew them both when we uh, sort of started comedy in London. We did the open mics together. And then as a, as a duo, they're just so goddamn funny. I love them so much. Um, so it's a, it's a pleasure to bring them on. They are Amy, Can uh, Amy Gledhill. I almost said Amy Cantrill, like oh you're married. Um, Amy Gledhill and Chris Cantrill. So please, in your houses where we can neither see nor hear you, clap, cheer, and welcome to the screen, Amy Gledhill and Chris Cantrill. Yay! Hello. <laughs> I think I think that went pretty well. People in the chat already saying, "Oh God, please never let them marry." Yes. That feels... Yes. Ooh, feels right, I mean, isn't it? If only yeah. for Nicola. That's my only. My actual <laughs> wife. Yeah. Oh, I... <laughs> yeah, and I could have a husband as well. You, you could have a husband I if could you. Have one. Uh... You put it settled down for. <laughs> <laughs> You'd make a great wife, Amy. You'd be. I. want to. I want to watch you guys get married just so that I can watch Chris screw up in social situations and watch you apologize for him. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to be married for that. That's kind of our. That's our business dynamic. That's, what that's our doing. ever. That's what we've been doing for four years. Yes, it's been working out. <laughs> Oh, Amy oh, well. says, uh, Baldy saying, Amy's too much of a fuckboy to have a husband. Amy, what do you, what do you say to that, huh? Well, <laughs> well <laughs> I mean, it's, it's absolutely true. And, uh, I, I wish I knew who Baldy was, which one of my conquests Baldy was. <laughs> but, no, <laughs> but no, it's because my username as a little joke is, uh, I can't remember what it is. Fuck, fuck, fuck boy 98. 98. Nice. How old does that make me? Uh, 20. 23 yeah so it's not accurate because i'm yeah. obviously famous in <laughs> 21 yeah but, uh yeah great 
Well, welcome to the show. I assumed that it was a it was a fuck count. I thought it was fuckboy ninety eight, like woo, and then later yeah. on it's ninety nine, and then a hundred, and then we have like a confetti thing on the on the stream. <laughs> and it's the count is just going up and up while I'm streaming. You can't, <laughs> you can't see below here. We'll get like, to one hundred. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay so um we're gonna get into the game uh, uh chris as he has named himself is judge cantrell so he's going to be deciding uh who argues best it's not about who's right that's very important it's about who made the best argument so look at um, look at him literally rolling up his sleeves right yeah. now well, you've given him power this I'm is this is dangerous just to everybody watching obviously i I'm in a double act with Amy, and we're very, very close friends. And mm. I famously have quite a strong dislike with Chris Betts. Obviously, yeah. known him for a lot of years, and it's like him off in quite a lot of WhatsApp groups. Yeah. But <laughs> bearing that in mind, I'm not going to pick favorites. It couldn't come down to who can argue the best. That's all I ask. That's a good I'm, judge. I'm going to say I object and sustained like quite a bit. Great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. I'll kind of just do that, depending on how it's going. And if I feel that I haven't spoken enough in the last mm. like five minutes or something, I'll just do that to do a little just, bit. Just toss in a sustained. Excellent. Good. Sustained. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you get the speed round? Yes. Oh, good. Cool. All right. Good. 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 Just making sure everything's all set. We are ready to go. Um, so for the first round, Amy, I think you brought yeah. a topic. Uh-huh. What have you got? Yeah. So I get to pick whether you argue for or against it, right? Uh, yeah. Oh, thank the Lord. So I want you to argue for the idea that every household should be given a state-sanctioned horse to look after inside of their property. Okay. I mean, I'm glad that ended with, because I thought you were just going to say whore. <laughs> <laughs> As my counter ticks yeah. to 99. Yeah. <laughs> Every house. Imagine gets... getting the call on univer- when you're on universal credit and you're like, you've got to go for this job. Yeah. It's civil, civil service. It's, you're a state sanctioned hall. There's room and, there's room and board. <laughs> you're, sharing, you're sharing a stable. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so everyone everyone gets a state-sanctioned horse. This horse has been checked out by the state, and it's fine. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, um, you know, there's here's a, a Catersall Disabilities. Thank you, Nanonic, helping out already. You get, we're all suffering a lot of stress right now. Everyone's very tense. Uh, we all need, we, we need animals. And the problem with, like, the, the pets that we have, cats, dogs, birds, etc., is you can't you can't really ride them. And that's there's nothing quite as calming as being like just on someone, you know, and just just letting all of your weight just drift away. That's why babies do it. You put babies on your chest when you lie down and it makes them feel safe. And I tried that on a dog and now I don't have a dog anymore. It's not dead. It was just taken away from me by my whore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Uh, uh, they're very smart, so it was just tax season. Horses can count; they can help you out with that. So that you know adds to your household. Um, if a lot of people are trying to sell their houses, 
right now because they can't afford to live. And so, you know, you sell your house, try to get rid of it. And nothing makes a house seem fancier than a horse. So helping markets there, you know, I think there's a lot of good reasons. Why why wouldn't you want a horse in your house? Can you well, go back just for one second and talk oh, yeah. about and elaborate on the link between house horses in the house making the house fancy like well when you it's it's like it's like you can tell you can tell how fancy a person is by how small their hat is when they go out to fancy parties it's the smaller the hat the fancier the person that's why at ascot it's always tiny little hats on the very famous people that's i mean a crown is not even a tenth of a hat it's just the outside it's just the brim that's Mm -hmm. how fancy they are they don't even need the middle part so it was i would say that like tiny hats horses are sort of a sign that you're doing well and so if you've got a horse in your house man that's better than a pool yeah but everyone has a horse in their house so it's no longer a barometer if it's yeah. standard <laughs> oh damn yeah that's a good point uh but then what you could do is you could show how well you're taking care of this house, horse because some of the horses you know they're gonna they're gonna become derelict horses basically mules <laughs> they're gonna be downgraded to mules as people don't take care of their horses Chris, that's um, the name of our new double act. Instead of delightful sausage, derelict horse. If it goes, <laughs> it goes to shit. <laughs> yes, please. And so, if you take care of your horse, it's got a, it's got a nice lustrous sheen, mm-hmm. um, thick haunches. Then um, that shows that you probably took care of your house, and so they're, they'll be willing to pay more because it's got good bones. <laughs> okay. Right. So what's what is the point on that one though? What, what do you say? mean? Like, what, so, like having a house, having a horse in your house makes mm. you sell, make it easier to sell, to sell. Yeah, your it's house. like it's like having a beautiful woman next to a, a, a speedboat. It helps you right. sell the speedboat. You know, you put a woman in a in a bathing suit next to it. It's a more attractive boat than it was when it was just a boat. Who gives a shit about a boat? Hey, and then you I'm get to red, say, "I'm a red-blooded male." You've you've got me. You've won me over on that. Point. Exactly. There yeah. you go. Okay, so my, my counterpoint to that is, for you red-blooded males, if you've got a massive horse in your house, hmm. you can't fit as many bikini-clad women in your house. Don't need it. The horse can wear a bikini, if that's what you're into. <laughs> and just to not tip my hand, but a babe on a horse. There you go. Yeah, there's tons of space. You could fit three babes on the back of one horse. But in your house, how high yeah. are your ceilings? Not everybody can. Not I like can. I like small babes. I like teeny tiny babes. <laughs> teeny tiny babes, real big shy Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I like my babes squat. Yeah. <laughs> and if you've got the serving hatch open, then you can sort of split the difference with your horse. You can put the heads. The horse's head can go through into the kitchen. Mm. Like if you got the hatch open. Judge Cantrell, I know being a judge, you're probably very middle class, upper class maybe, but who has a serving hatch? I wasn't gonna say anything because it sounds like he's on my side, but I have I don't even know what a serving hatch is. <laughs> <laughs> well, over here a serving hatch is a little it's a little it's not a middle class thing, is it? Oh, it's no. it's got yeah. hatch in it. It's got hatch. It's like a little <laughs> serving hatch suggests that it's in an old house where servants would cook the food in the kitchen and then they'd serve it through the serving hatch to the dining room. So but you don't have to see their stupid the... servant feet. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't 
in I see it as a working class bit, like a two up to like you'd have a when the house is small, you have the hatch between the kitchen and the you like if you've got a dining room. Mm. Oh, I, think I, I don't know. know. You sound you sound pretty rich right now, big guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very rich right you sound now. you sound like a guy who's got a horse outside of his house. That's how rich you sound. <laughs> you know what? Oh no, I'm trying to do it here so that they could so that they could imagine there's a horse, but I just did it here to this massive black space. <laughs> <laughs> it it looks like a stable door. That white door behind you does look like a stable it, door. I, it actually it. does. Yeah, like, there's a bunch of hay oats quite back a, there. Quite a lot of hay gets made in this room. Let me tell you. <sighs> <laughs> sorry sorry everybody in this <laughs> so uh amy have you got i mean so far that's your first argument blasted okay, out of the well, water it was just a counterpoint and i don't think it was blasted out of the water come on let's just make that clear straight away you can't uh, it becomes a class issue let's be honest because if you're in a smaller property mm. or if you're anywhere in london and not mm. a royalty you're not going to be able to fit a stinking huge horse in your house. It's actually quite dangerous for infants. Mm. You know, it, the horses, horses kill people. Horses are dangerous. If they kick you, you die. And that's a fact. Every, every time a horse <laughs> kicked anyone ever, they've died. This is what I'm thinking about now that Amy's made. You were doing really well, Chris, but now Amy said, because I've got a small son. And now I'm thinking of him mm. being exposed. <laughs> 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 I'm... Do you know what I mean? I'm suddenly, very, suddenly, very, very nervous about this horse in my house. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, one thing is that no one says that you have to keep it alive. You can kill and eat this horse, and that way, yeah. if you don't, if you don't have much money, that's like six months worth of food savings. You can eat a horse for months and months and months, and so therefore, you're not just saving your child; you're feeding your child. And saving money that you can put into this college fund. Well, implicit in the question, yes, if you yes. listen to the wording of the question, mm. it was a state-sanctioned horse to look after inside their property. You have to be looking after the horse. I, I mean, this obviously this has come from the government, so I don't mm. know hundred percent, but I presume that means you keep the horse alive. I mean, I would say that if it's living in, say, a studio apartment with a family of three, the <laughs> the best way to take care of that horse is to end its life. <laughs> because well, that's animal cruelty. I'm so. just I'm just getting word from the government now. I'm just checking the website. Oh yeah, yeah. So you're not allowed to end its life unless its legs break. You know, like in the racing. Yeah. Well, you could just break its legs first, but that seems extra cruel. I feel like just a quick shot to the head. Um, <laughs> that feels like the right thing to do. It seems like you're really getting on the wrong side of animals, and I'm I'm suspecting a cruelty streak in you right now, Amy. Because it's not me; it's the government. I'm That's... saying you shouldn't. I'm saying the horses should remain where they are. The horses should remain outside. They should be free to be these beautiful creatures to do mm. what they will. I think, Chris, bringing a horse into a house and then killing it is inherently wrong and that's just me that's just how i was brought up i don't know i, I don't know about you but uh, uh when was the last time you ate a haribo hmm. well i certainly have eaten haribo in my lifetime you have, you have haven't you and would you where say you, that um, the dead the dead yeah mm -hmm. i'm building i'm building towards something i'm building towards something i'm all about okay, I'm all about I'll allow it. yeah okay thank you so 
uh, uh, horses were killed to make that hair a bow. So you've already eaten a horse. Now, do you think that it's better that you that horse died for just a sugar rush or to feed a working class family of 12? <laughs> we need well, to know how much the horse, how much the gelatin can go between. Like, you kill one horse for a Haribo. How much is that one horse per Haribo? That's insane. Per well, egg. Like feeding 12 with this dead mm. horse. Yeah. How much Haribo are we getting for each dead horse? Oh, not, it's not even close. You're getting like half a bag. You know the little shitty Halloween bags of Haribo? That's one yeah. horse's worth of Haribo versus three months worth of meals for a family of 12. I don't think that's any, that's, you know, if, either you take care of the horse, you get a friend for life, or you get meals forever. I'd like to question the science on this. I judge, I don't, I would say that you, not that this should be the argument at all. I think we've got slightly waylaid, uh, but I I don't think I think you get more than a and then a small bag of Haribo from a horse. I uh, agree to disagree. Uh, I am I've been a horse scientist before I started doing stand up, uh, so I just you know I don't want to I don't want to I don't want a big ballsy here, but uh, you get well, about a Halloween. That's how they actually measure it. Dr. Greggles in the chat, what you don't know is his PhD is in horses being inside. Not true. And he actually said it was in crisps. He said it was in crisps. He's a no, doctor of crisps. That's an acronym of can <laughs> really incredible species. Yeah. Police. Mm -hmm. Some. And then the rest of it is some things inside the house. No, they shouldn't be allowed to police anything inside the house because they shouldn't be inside the house. So... i got another question. <laughs> All I've got is questions at this point with very little. So why is the government, like, what are the jockeys, what are the jockeys doing to these horses that they need to get them out of the stables and into the houses? Fair question. We, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I should be posing it. Uh, well, I think... But, uh, I, but I'm going to allow it. <laughs> I think um, I think that what you're probably seeing is sort of like, um, you know, when frogs showed up in Australia and they were an invasive species and just sort of took over. I'm assuming that in this situation, there's some sort of invasive horse species uh, that um, some mares that uh, just ate everything up, you know, and just we had to put them somewhere and we decided to re-gift them as opposed to straight up murder them. What you've added to this. Yeah, it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah, it really is. That the species is an invasive horse species. That's kind of it doesn't sound like a a good thing, you know. And then you're putting them in houses with, mm. with also with vulnerable people, you know. It I imagine people who yeah yeah she's right. Uh, <laughs> you know, in a tricky situation, I don't think having a horse, an invasive species of horse that nobody really knows what to do with. Science can't deal mm. with. Horse trainers can't deal with it. They've put it in your house. Mm. But, well, here's why. And I just want to shout out this pun right here. Strong. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, but, um, but, oh, hey, Chico, how's it going, buddy? Good to see you. Um, uh, so uh, I would say what, well, what they're doing is because what makes it an invasive species is the mating. That's why they're separating it one horse per house and it can't get out of the house. So it's like a quarantine situation. The numbers will dwindle to a reasonable size. 
So it's not just about feeding these families or giving people comfort. It's about also controlling the numbers of the species. Uh, My counter argument to that is in lockdown, mm. people are also separated and they're not mating mm. and they're getting very horny. And now if you put a horny horse with yeah. a horny person... <laughs> Chris is back in. Chris is back yeah. in. <laughs> I think we're going to get... Again, I'm not a scientist, but I no. will bet everything in my bank account that horses and humans can mate. And I think you're going to get a lot of pregnant mares with half, uh, you, half you, human, half horse. Do you want this, that? This is but something I spine. This is something dick. that I, I can't. I can't believe that I've looked into, but I have looked into, and you can't crossbreed that way. So we're fine. Uh, and the sex will happen, but that will only increase earnings for people with OnlyFans accounts, which will take extra burden off of them for the government. You know, this so is going to lead I think to that's a win-win. Abuse, Chris, and you know it. Horse love, horse love, and we're calling the argument there. Horse <laughs> love, last words. <laughs> there's lots of issues around. There's lots of issues popping up around safeguarding these horses. Amy lives, and she lives in a patcher of like five adults. You. Are you serious to tell me that one of those adults isn't slipping down and took it at horse off in the night? Yeah, for money on camera, like an adult. <laughs> like an adult. Well, I suppose, yeah. I suppose yeah. that's a right. prerogative, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, remember, just, Chris. just remember the image of the shy horse kicking your son, and then, yeah, now make your decision. Yeah. <laughs> well. Has he been tossing this horse off? I don't. Like, is, it, is it a justified kick? I don't know. I definitely don't think because we're across like three different streaming platforms. We're definitely in breach of some of the terms of service. Yeah. At this point. So, <laughs> um, right. I know this isn't the format at all, but could you give me like a close it, like a concise? No, you just have no, to decide. That's not, it's yeah. not my show. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's... I, I feel like I should have a gavel. If it was I, my you're, show, I'd have you're given you a gavel. so far away. You are so far <laughs> away from me right now. <laughs> By the way, we got Cap Bomb. Welcome to the welcome to the stream, Cap Bomb. Is Kentrell broadcasting from the cabinet war rooms? <laughs> <laughs> yes. This <laughs> is where Churchill tossed off that big yeah. horse. <laughs> Just going spare in the pandemic, so they said I could move it. <laughs> So Chris, what are you what are you going with? Who gets this point? I've made some notes, but I'm really angry at myself because they don't make any sense. I've got can't ride birds, baby weight, <laughs> dog living with hall, tax, horse fallacy, class issue. Amy said counterpoint, and I remember being like, "Whoa, that's impressive." Um, <laughs> it's a class issue. She said it's a class issue. Um, Horrible yeah. invasive species. Mm. So. In many ways, I feel like you don't know quite enough about the lot of detail, but I understand I have to make the judgment based on what we've got. Yeah. I think I've got to give this round to Chris because yes. I, I think there's a, there's so much information. Like, there was a gap exposed. Like, yeah, we spent so much time talking about tossing off this horse. But... <laughs> but the government, there's no, there's no moral. The, the government aren't tying us into any moral. We've got a horse to do with what we please. Mm. So we're tossing it off, eating it. 
it's out. Oh no, Medusa take care of it. But tossing yeah, it the... off into a bucket in the living room <laughs> could definitely could definitely be so well played on that round, Chris. I've got to give you the point. Thank you very much. I'm gonna cherish that sorry, one. Amy. I'm sorry, Amy. I'm sorry, Amy, but I've got to go on the evidence, so it's all right. Everyone's warming up. He's done this, Lord. You'll get there. Yeah. Well, when uh, when I send you a gift of a Shire horse to live in your cabinet war room, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how you really feel about it. <laughs> we, we shall, but see. All right. <laughs> well, that's that's the end. That's the end of the first round. So far, I'm in the lead, and I couldn't agree more. Um, <laughs> so now we're going to go on to uh, the speed round. So, Chris, have you got the topics there? Yes. Good man. Uh, now, Amy, do you want to be for or against whatever Chris is about to say? You got uh, for who's, all of them. Who's come up with it? Is it you or Chris? It was Hands a random up. word generator. Oh, right. Okay. Then I'll be for. Four. Nice one. Uh, so I'm against everything. Uh, Chris, you just read them off. Amy, you give like a one line quick mm -hmm. for argument. I give a quick against. We fit as many as we can into two minutes. Uh, Chris, are you ready? I'm ready. Amy, are you ready? I'm so ready. Start the speed round. Line cutting. Line cutting? Line mm. cutting. Yes, I should have said that probably. Like cutting in line? Yes. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No, it should be done uh, based on priority and uh, and who has the biggest need. It's absolutely you're, essential to do that. You're for it. Yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah okay. so I'm um, line cutting. People should. So if you if you need it more, you should be able to jump the queue, of course. Uh, if you needed it more, you would have been there earlier. Uh, and your lack of preparation means that you get to die. That's what my grandfather died in World War II for. Next. Right. Do I? Am I voting for who? Like, uh, am I giving you a point? Yeah, point each. Yeah, or point point for each topic. But you gotta. Okay. We'll do the points after. Haircuts. Haircuts. Uh, you should always cut your hair because it's something dead that's crawling out of your skull. And actually, it's quite terrifying. And the longer you leave it, the spookier and more haunted it gets. Um, always have an escape plan. Uh, Rapunzel showed us the way. Leave your hair. Okay. Nuclear reactors. Absolute marvel of science. One of the best things we've ever created. They can generate enough power to make everything in the world good again. It was Mr. Burns's business. Do you need any other argument? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Next. Uh, blue waffle. <laughs> <laughs> um, a real marvel to show what the, the human body can do. And also it's important for it to, to be there so that we know what not to aim for. Uh, blue waffle is a crime. And I want to see whoever... Put it out there in The Hague. Also, it's not real. It's not a real thing. It was fake. Are you upset that it's not real? Cool. Uh, okay, I one. beg to differ. Uh, <laughs> we, got time for, we got time for one more quick one. One more quick one. The monarchy. The monarchy. Mm -hmm. Love the monarchy. Uh, brilliant for tourism. Great on money. And just like the longest running soap opera that anyone's ever had. And if it went, it would be absolutely disgusting. Brought in their first black member, deported her within three months. Uh, <laughs> get with 2021. You need a new group. That's the end of the speed round, everybody. All right. So, uh, Chris, what? Uh, how did we fare? So I think it went online oh. cutting. I think Amy smashed it. I agree with Baldi on this. Just, just 
just out just out there. Sorry. Uh, oh, line cutting. Fair enough. Line cutting. That's to Amy. Haircuts. Um, very natural process. I think Chris just snitched in on there. Um, obviously, doubly ironic <laughs> considering the situation. Um, nuclear reactors. <laughs> Amy. <laughs> Amy is exactly right. Uh, they are great. Nuclear power. Like, we love nuclear power up north. Employs a lot of northerners. Blue waffle. Um, I don't. Amy gets it because on a technicality, because I don't believe that it's not real. I think it's definitely. Um, I mean, if some of the pictures Amy showed me is anything to go by, it's very. <laughs> um, and it does not. It does not respond well to antibiotics. And finally, the monarchy. Chris's bang right. They have doff cast out the queen of our hearts, Meghan Merkel. Um, so after that round, it's two to Chris, three to Amy. Oh wow! Oh, okay, so that makes us tied. I think you won. Yeah, man, this is nonsense. Oh, Baldy only met the monarchy one. All right, fair enough. Yeah, um, you back in my good book. Okay. So, uh, so a total that's three three then, right, Chris? Um, no. Oh, sorry, I only won one in the speed round. You won two. So it's I won three, two. Two. We only did five. Cool. So yeah, she won three, I and won but I won, but I won, round. but I won the first round. So she's got three oh, points total. I've got three points yeah, total. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Just checking. Nice. Um, so now we're gonna go on to the regrets round. The way the regrets round works is, uh, Amy, you're gonna tell me something that you regret about your life, and I'm gonna tell you why it's the best thing you've ever done. Or you can tell me something you're proud of, okay. and I tell you why you're a real piece of shit for thinking that. So, uh, which one have you got? I've got a little regret for you, actually. Excellent. If that's all right. Absolutely. Um, should I just tell you it? Should I just go right in and tell you it? Go for it. Oh. Oh, I think you. Oh, you broke up, but you're back. Or I broke up. I'm back. Oh. Is everyone here? Okay. Yeah, everything was smooth on this end. But yeah, yeah, go for it. Can you hear okay, me? Okay, perfect. Okay, so yeah, my cool. regret is. Yes, I can hear you. Chris, Cantrill? Yeah, I can. I'm, yep. I'm Cantrill, having a great time. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so my regret is um, going to a boyfriend's house when I was younger for the first time. Uh, I hadn't met his parents. I needed a wee. There was there was some situations going on, um, and I decided. Well, he suggested I did a wee in the sink. Okay, mm-hmm. so I hopped okay. up on the sink. I did a, I did a little wee. He guarded the door on the other side of the kitchen. Mm. so that his sisters who were in the house couldn't get into the kitchen while I was weeing. Mm. Um, but then his parents, who I hadn't met, came through the back door from the outside into the kitchen, and that's how I met them. And I I, I had cystitis, so I mm. pissing was very painful. And once I started, I had to keep going. So I was just making eye contact while pissing into the kitchen sink. And I think <laughs> about that moment quite a lot. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Sorry, that I'm is that. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, let's. Okay. So, how? Sorry. How old were you again? So I was maybe uh, sixteen, seventeen. Sixteen, seventeen, and um, mm-hmm. I just, uh, I just want to, uh, Alex, uh, sort of. Yeah, we're all thinking that. Um, <laughs> oh no! Um, oh no! Um, so uh, I would say. So you're 16. Your boyfriend was 16 as well. He wasn't like a 22-year-old weirdo. 
No, he was no. He actually he was maybe eighteen. He was uh he was two years older. Two years old. Okay, so you're so you're sixteen year old yeah, yeah, yeah. dating an eighteen year old. And why didn't you go to the yeah. toilet? So he had like a million sisters, and his sisters mm. were always in the bathroom, and I was panicking, and I was like, I have to piss, and because of this cystitis thing. I was like, I have to piss now. I have to piss now. And it was mm. a choice between the garden, but it was daylight or the kitchen sink. And, and you I chose the kitchen sink. You have to, was it your choice or was it his? Did he say do it in the kitchen sink? I think it was like a sort of joint decision. He was like, you can go outside, but I was like, oh, I can't. <laughs> oh, you can do it in the sink, baby. <laughs> Don't look at that flashing red light. <laughs> That's kind of what I was picturing too. I was like, who's this sink recommending creep? Um, okay, so yeah. how long have you been dating him? Tell me about this man. Okay, so I'd um I'd had a crook because he was two years older. He was uh in the at the top of sixth form college. So I'd had my eye on him for a while. He was mm. very, very cool, and I wasn't, but I I, I got him. <laughs> you know, so I was very like uh, excited to be dating him, and so maybe I'd maybe we'd been dating for a couple of months, and then he was like, "Come to my house, mm. and you know, meet my family," and it was a big deal. And he was a punk; he was like cool. He was like a punk guy. Okay, hence the sink pissing. Okay, yeah. Yes. All right, yeah, sure. it's coming in. It's coming in now. Um, <laughs> how long did you date after that? um surprisingly quite a long time maybe we i think all together we were together for about a year but his family never warmed to me (laughs) understandable they never Um, warmed to me the mum's wedding wedding uh special china had all the enamel (laughs) (laughs) okay so here's Here's why I think this is an amazing thing that you've done. Uh, First off, it shows that you adapted quickly to a situation with bravery. You had a plan. He was watching the door. There was no way you could know that they were coming home at that moment. So he was watching the door. You did what you had to do. You jumped into action. That's great. A lot of people would have pissed their pants. I've seen people do it on stage. So don't think that they wouldn't have done it. Uh, Second, I think that it is admirable that you were able to maintain eye contact while you did this (laughs) that that is the most alpha move i've ever heard of in my life i'm gonna piss in your sink and you're gonna fucking watch me do it (laughs) right here lady right here martha this is my sink now I think that that shows, um, I, I mean, for any normal person, that would have been horrific, but they would have started crying immediately. As soon as the parents came in, they would have avoided eye contact. They would have pulled up their pants, run out. You didn't. You locked in. You kept pissing. And you said, God damn it, this is who I am. I'm Amy Gledhill, you motherfuckers. <laughs> and that that is a, a character. That's That's you staking your claim on life you say i'm gonna do whatever the fuck i want to do i'm gonna if i if i want to make a huge paper mache head that i'm gonna have to carry all the way up to edinburgh for my sketch duo i'm gonna fucking do it i don't care if i have to buy an extra ticket for the seat i'm gonna do it 
I'm going to piss in the sink. I'm going to bring the paper mache head. It laid the foundation for you to take all the risks that have led to your current success. You're very much playing to the very much playing to the judge there, aren't right? you? Like trying to win this round. Like, yeah, okay, paper mache head. He's uh, yeah. <laughs> in the right direction. Proceed. I honestly think that's. I genuinely like if if. If you'd like started crying and run away, that would have been different. But the fact that you locked eyes with this woman and did you leave afterwards or did you have dinner at their house? I was staying there. It was it was about an hour away from Amazing. Amazing. Where, where I was living with my parents. I had to stay the night. I was I think I stayed for two days and it was <laughs> so awkward. But yeah, fronted it out, I guess. Um didn't piss in the sink anymore. That's my only sink piss. I just want to let That's your regret. Know. You should have done it every time. Just to be like just to normalize it. <laughs> this is just what we do where I'm from. This is just my heritage. Oh yeah. I think that's awesome. You're like a superhero. That's an incredible move. That <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. I love it. Okay. All right, Chris, what are you saying? the point because you are a superhero I am a but superhero going in this woman's yeah. house and mm. owning, like slapping her in the face with your busy plate yeah. like he's right he's totally, <laughs> you, they should put you on the stamps <laughs> sorry like you lose by winning but I don't oh, feel I sorry can, for you yeah, I, can I don't say feel that. sorry for you because you're the girl the piss girl mm. from Hull <laughs> I bet. I bet if you if you saw her in the street right now, you could tell her to carry your groceries, and she would. <laughs> it's like a proper prison move, isn't it? Yeah. She's absolutely gamed. Her. Give give me your Jello. Oh, I'm sorry. That's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. I'll do this oh, on your son. Okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Chris eloquently argued. Um, beautiful story, one for the ages. Yeah, I love and he's that. made me feel better about it. So thank you, Chris. That you know, that's that's good. That's good. Good. That's why we do it. That's why we're here. It's about unburdening. Oh, Baldy has a question. Um, did you use the bathroom uh, at any time over the two days, or did you just hold it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did use the bathroom. Yeah, but I. But yeah, uh, Chris is right. That that's my regret now. I should have mm. just I should have just stuck to my guns and only done it in the sink. Maybe yeah. I'll start doing it in the sink again in this shared house. You know, just that really that's gonna play with some minds. I mean, you just moved in, things are gonna be tense, you know, because mm. lockdowns and everything. There's gonna be a power struggle. I think it's time you put yourself at the top of that. I mean, I know you live with Chris Gow and he's a sweet man, but he's not gonna take over. You can just he'll follow you. Not yeah. when I've made the eye contact. I didn't actually realize how <laughs> alpha that was. It's when so when I start making the eye contact as it's yeah. dribbling. And and the other thing is <laughs> the, the noise of piss in a metal sink is so loud. I can't explain to you the deafening. It sounds like rain <laughs> on a tin roof, like a corrugated roof. It is so loud. So, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Well, I just... Recommend it to everyone now. Actually, I've had a change of heart. Yeah, that family, that family will still talk about that and laugh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that will be their story that they'll just come back to every now and again and be like, "Do you remember when that girl you brought that girl on?" <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, this is Alex. Alex had one of those. Walked up the stairs to see a friend's dad taking a piss because he didn't shut the door. Did he? Was he embarrassed or was he like like in these newfangled movies where it's like, oh no, my daughter's friend is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those newfangled movies. Pornography. Pornography. <laughs> 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 On that damn internet. <laughs> All right, that's the end of the regrets round. We are going to go into the second speed round. So, uh, Amy, okay. because you were for everything last time, you're going to be against everything this time. Got it. Um, I am just uh, setting up the clock here. All right. Normally, we have a clock that comes up on the screen, but that's Josh's domain, and I'm just not that technologically advanced yet. Oh, uh, what, did, what did Alex say about the pissing? It was awkward. I apologize. He came back later uh, and was like, it's safe. <laughs> that's good. I mean, that's a... It's a pretty low stakes piss story. You should, you should, you should have pissed in the sink and waited for him to come down. Just be like, yeah, how does it feel? What now? What now? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna go on the speed round, Chris. Have you got the topics up? Yes. Good Do man. I go still, or is it? Yeah. Or are you? Okay, got it. Yeah, got it. Got cool. It. Uh, speed round in one, two, three, go. Soldiers. Murderers. Killing murderers. That's the best kind of murder. It's perfect. <laughs> Next. Now that, um, cannibalism. Uh, it, make, it sends you insane. It's a terrible thing to do. And murderers. Um, well, what if you just find the body? You know, if you can't eat your friends, who can you eat? <laughs> Next. 5G. Uh murderers makes everything weird make sure make sure eyesight go does it i don't know wait i, I missed that one what did you say 5g 5g oh um oh it's great it it showed which one of my friends are truly insane by trying to set fire to those it was a nice culling point next <laughs> boys boys yeah murderers uh, <laughs> just gross out there just real gross smelly insecure uh bad 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 eggs all of them every single one probably um uh women famously have uh, a low sense of self and so boys being all those disgusting things actually helps boy women up with uh knowing how much better than us they are so you're welcome next wobbling um that means something's unstable and instability is dangerous um wobbling is uh, uh always accompanied by a fun tuba sound in my head from cartoons and so it's a, a playful joy not often given to me as a 36 year old man next willies oh dis like stinky uh, often used as a weapon of um destruction okay. uh, or or creation um also fun to nay nay with <laughs> got time for what oh no sorry that's the end of the speed round we're out of time uh, <laughs> all right chris what are you saying soldiers i think chris gets it on today of the most hallowed days thank you for your service boys um I think Chris says it again. We're absolutely awesome. The evidence stacks up, and he argued it well. 
cannibalism. That's not what he said. You've literally added that in yourself. He did say that he agreed with my point, but said why that would be positive. And you've been like, yeah, boys are awesome. You're not listening to this. <laughs> and this is my point about boys. <laughs> I'm too busy looking at the topics and deciding which <laughs> answer is I I make. So yeah, boys are awesome. Next one, cannibalism. <laughs> Amy was right. So let me tell you, it does send you insane. 5G. <laughs> Chris, uh, Amy did not commit to being against it. You were for no, you want if you're right. in London with nothing, with dial up. You are desperate for 5G. And I think <laughs> it, it, it came through. So Chris wins that one. Wobbling. Amy, because I think the line of logic between wobbling and instability equals danger was so clear and precise. Mm. I think, yeah, she's done that. Willies, um, I'm going to give it to Amy just to sort of counterbalance because um, she did a good job and boys are horrible. <laughs> that's bullshit. That's a bad that's, judge. That's a Chris, bad judge. <laughs> Chris, that's, that has been my decree. <laughs> Don't let me introduce new format points again. (laughs) And now we're going to lightning round. A completely new round. (laughs) Um, So that puts us at uh, three each for that round. So is that half a point each or one point each? Oh, no, it's it's three points each. Yeah, one point point per argument. So one point per argument. So three, three. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm ahead by one right now because I won the regrets and we were tied going into it. So... Now with now now that we're going into the final round, which is judge's choice round, so Chris has brought a topic. Um, I don't know what it is. Amy, you don't know what it is. Uh, but before Chris tells us what it is, Amy, do you want to be for or against whatever Chris is about to say? Four. Four. All right. Nice one. Wow. I love how unsure you are. You really <laughs> don't know which way this is going to go. Uh, that's good. Oh, I just uh, before I say against, I just want to address this. Alex says, uh, I was sleeping in the room next to the same friend's parents and heard them doing it. That was the more scarring part of staying at his house. I mean, that's fair, especially since you'd already seen the guy's dick, so you knew what he was working with. That's... Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. And it's not just an abstract. It's... Um... <laughs> She's faking it. Yeah. I see all right, so I'm against. We're, we're unpacking a lot with that story, aren't we? Like you're really going through some stuff, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Amy, it. tell that story about the friend with the hat on the willy. Is that what it's called? No. No, we won't tell that story. <laughs> we'll we'll tell that one in the post show. Uh, yeah. that episode. one in the, yeah. in the right. Patreon. Cool. Um, that way, every every time I record one of those, I always have to edit out so much of it because people get too comfortable and just start naming names <laughs> just like damn it um all right so i'm uh against this amy you're for it this is for two points so you can win on this this is uh this is for all the marbles so chris what am i against it'd be better for everyone if the elderly were detonated by a controlled explosion <laughs> e.g jeremy corbyn Okay. All right. So it so it would be better for everyone if the elderly were detonated. Um, like when you've left a suitcase at an airport. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, and they put and that dome over it, and it's a controlled blast. They drill it into the floor, and they blast mm-hmm. it, and then all that's left are going to be, I'm imagining, some teeth, and can maybe I, like a Murray's mint. 
can I can I ask can I ask a couple of clarification questions? You can, and I will answer them. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> so, um, is this uh, in is is this an age like a minimum age, like a Logan's Run thing, where when you hit seventy, we blow you up, or is it to do with uh, you you get diseases or something, or is it that you're a bad grandfather? Can your grandkids write you? What Dominate, what starts yeah. this? How does how how does it begin? How are they chosen? I think it's about taking. I think the root of it is taking, like, we're living in a situation now where we're obviously doing everything we can to protect everybody. But there's a world where we're still going out raving if we have all these elderly people detonated. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, I'm thinking that the most obvious thing to do is a cutoff point, like mm. 70, and then you get in detonated. But I think the most interesting thing to do would be to put forward a family nomination structure. Okay. I think that I think that'd make it real spicy for okay. like a, a game show type format if if that's what we're pitching. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So so now it's on TV. That's great. Um, um <coughs> I'm gonna say that it's rude to blow up your grandparents. The fact that this is within the family is especially cruel. Uh these people raise your parents. They gave you money and sweets when your parents weren't looking hmm. they never spanked you your parents spanked you they taught you how to steal a car i don't know what your grandparents did uh, <laughs> what okay. i'm saying is grandparents are always the best member of your family and so as long as you're not in an interracial relationship um <laughs> But they're generally the most fun. They are. They cost the least. They're just going about their silly old lives, and th to blow them up is frankly disrespectful. Amy, defend your monstrosity. Okay. Well, wow, that was a weak <laughs> set of arguments, Chris. Actually, let's just unpick the last one. You say that they're the cheapest member of the family. I'm sorry, but care homes are very, very expensive, really expensive, and can actually be crippling to a family who have multiple elderly relatives that can put you to bankruptcy that can absolutely ruin your life it's more expensive than childcare, and you don't have that option if you've got elderly relatives you can have a lot of people have the choice of whether they want a child or not but you don't have the choice of whether you want the burden of an elderly relative you could have between the two partners in a relationship you could have eight elderly people to feed and house and they don't have income and we know that pensions in most countries but especially this one are terrible so the burden falls solely on you okay so let's just get that argument out of the water also you said that they're like fun i think looking at elderly people struggling is one of the saddest things that uh, that another human could could see because not only do you feel empathy for them and the pain and the struggles they have in their bodies you also see your own future and it's mm. terrifying mm. it's a really sad thing to look at it's like desperately sad and all it does is remind you of death and your immortality i don't think i so i would say that that argument is also poo-pooed the um, quiet dignity the quiet dignity of letting them keep their elegance and grace and be detonated yeah. <laughs> under, a, under a dome 
Yeah, I feel like you're leaving out the the end point of this. Well, well you're arguing for empathy and then let blowing them up. Like... Let me get to that. So the 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 good thing about being detonated is you've got <laughs> you've got a date. You know when it's coming. You as a family can prepare for that, okay? But the family but voted like... for you to be detonated. It was yeah, their right. choice. Perfect. Even better. <laughs> Do you think they'll want to celebrate with you after you chose to have them killed? It would be the right thing to do. I think if you're an elderly person in the family <laughs> and you're yeah, well you'd know if I okay, so if there was if if I was 75, right? Mm. And there were, and my husband was 80 and I had a gammy leg and it was mm. stinking and I was making everyone sad and I was a burden on the NHS as all elderly people are <laughs> then <laughs> rest in then, peace captain tom rest in peace uh, <laughs> god getting free um, holidays in heaven <laughs> yeah well that's the thing i'd be like i i i get to be a hero in this situation so that like they've picked me but we all know it's the right thing to do and also it's an exercise in morality for the whole family, which is great because then it gets the whole family talking. Uh, you're all communicating. You you're thinking about bigger philosophical issues, which is a real positive, <laughs> I think. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, and just that that thing of being able to prepare for it, like knowing the day when you're going to die, probably means that you're going to live your life better. To to uh, you probably. It's not just going on until somebody picks it. If if it is the age thing, if it's like, okay, when I get to 70, I'm being detonated in a controlled explosion, I'd be like, I'm not I'm not wasting my sixties. I feel like a lot of people waste their sixties. They've given up. And this but, would re- regenerate that that decade and people would, would live better. But it was panic over it. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it yeah. but but it was an age we, we we agreed that it was your family votes for you to be exploded. And so I would say that if let's say let's say I'm 80, right? My family votes for me to be exploded, not not killed, mm, mm, mm-hmm. exploded. Um, I've got four days to buy enough poison to kill all of them. <laughs> you assuming you assuming there that we're not working weekends. Um, we yeah it's a full 24 hour service but there's got to be a certain amount of time to get your affairs in order and say your goodbyes and things like that and during that time a a lot of old people would poison their family so what you're seeing is knock on deaths as a result and is that okay also why (laughs) i don't think um elderly people are the the uh, gonna turn to murder as quickly murdering their own family because because this would be this isn't just one family that's picked it this is how we do it now and so it's normalized and actually you're like great it's my time and and uh, it makes death more like the film uh, soul on disney plus <laughs> <laughs> and you're just kind of like more accepting of it and actually i think there wouldn't be murders it'd be more of a of a, you'd you'd celebrate life more. It become death wouldn't be as scary. It become more normalised in our culture. And I think, um, uh, yeah, I I poo poo the murder thing. I think you're reaching yeah. there. And as obviously, I think we're all knocking around a similar age and stuff. And now, like, 
so not 22. Uh-huh. Amy's 22. Me and Chris are sort of like pushing 28 at this yeah. stage. Yeah. But you just start to get the first twinges of the fact that you, you know, like life's a, like when you're young, life's like a merry-go-round and you're on it for ages, but then you get the first inkling. It's like pop music. You're like, I don't get this anymore. Mm. And now it's like, I looked at someone on Twitch and I don't understand any of it. And it's like, I don't want to be dead, but I'm now, I can now envision that. It, there's a point where it's like I've had enough. Like some mornings, I'm like I've had enough. Take me out of the system. But then, um, but then I'm, just, I'm just right legalize, legalize. Why not? Why not legalize awesome suicide as opposed to having family members turn on each other? Why not just give? We say, listen, you can either be taken care of by the NHS or you can take half of the equivalent money that that would have cost and put it towards your awesome suicide. You want to be shot out of a cannon? You're out of a cannon. You want to you want to ride a horse off a cliff? We're gonna save the horse, but you're gonna die. Uh, I, why I why isn't that more humane? Because then it's their choice. I That's good, but you entirely. But this is the stepping stone towards what you what you're hoping for. So you're still in agreement with me, really? No, my problem is that uh, they have no say in it. It's their it's their kids who probably just want the inheritance. What are you gonna do about inheritance? related explosions because you're going to see a lot of people who can't necessarily pay their bills and are like, Oh, this guy's taking up a lot of fucking space and I need a house for this horse. And, (laughs) and so like, how would you guard against that? I don't think that that's likely. Um, Also it, it humanizes it because then they get to choose their date. So it's more sort of a natural thing. You get to decide how to go out and it's their choice. A lot explosion is scary. Plus you're under that dark, sort of metal dome all alone under there whereas you could just be riding with a wig and blowing in the wind and a loose fitting linen sweater and just there you go off the cliff Thelma and louise you and your horse louise i don't think these two things are mutually exclusive i think you yeah. could ride in a wig on a horse to your controlled explosion <laughs> <laughs> and i think what it's doing is is because um this again seems like a a, a, a nationalised thing that's happening. You're mm. not, nobody in your family is paying for this, yes. so it's like you you can you can add a bit of money, you can add a bit of zhuzh to it, you can add ceremony, you can add theatre to it. And what's more theatrical than an explosion? I want to splatter and 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 really expand as far and wide as I can when I one day become a controlled explosion. I think it can that's be a, really a beautiful thing. That's not a controlled explosion. Yeah, you're, 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 not going you're within the dome. You're within the dome. I'm going to splatter against the dome, and it's going to be beautiful. And it's, Someone, um... uh, <laughs> in the comments, Fortunes for Fun says, "Why control the explosion?" And I think that's a really interesting point, but it's not. Mm. We can't get sidetracked down there. Thinking about it though, going into this dome, you know, like you, you've got a little blanket on. You're wearing like a silver silver sort of space mm. type suit you get mm. into the dome it's probably on a blanket state blanket um fireproof you have like your in. favorite music playing favorite music piped in through the dome beautiful. yeah the world outside gets muffled and you enter it's almost like an embryotic sack type you start to go you revert back <laughs> to being born and the blanket's <laughs> like you know like fahrenheit 451 where everything's flammable and they burn yeah. everything else It'll be like that. So the blanket will still be there when you've been exploded. There'll be just some <laughs> dust on it. And it just also, sounds like a really good way to go to me. Yeah, of course. But also thinking beyond that, 
when when you've been part of a controlled explosion, you don't need a grave. So there'll be no more burials, which we need that land for, you know, car parking space and stuff. So graveyards can <laughs> don't need to expand anymore. Thing is, I think when you're killed in this way, when you've been nominated by your family, I don't think history records you at all. I don't think officially you exist. So <laughs> you go into the world as you came out, no one caring. And the, and the state requisitions all your property. Like it just sounds simple and nice to me. Yeah. You you have made a lot of arguments on her side here, Chris. This is really this is, I think she's I think you, um, mm. this is the only I've properly listened and properly sort of paid attention. You tried to sidetrack down this like all the like some lawyer trick of giving me all the uh like trying to talk about alternate scenarios and the logistics of it. Amy has argued passionately precisely <laughs> for the eradication of elderly people. And, and we, we've had, you've tried to like get into the get into the terms and conditions of it. Confuse me. <laughs> Amy and the one thing I know off the back of this is that Amy wants elderly people to die in a dome. <laughs> in a steel dome. Well, it sounds like you've made up your mind. So I mind. I concede. I can't believe that I lost an argument against blowing up old people. Way to go, Amy. Congratulations. <laughs> Guys, on the stream, round of applause for Amy. She did the impossible. We're all gonna blow up our grandparents now. We're all gonna we're all gonna inherit houses before the lockdown's over. Congratulations. <laughs> Guys, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was excellent. Uh, <laughs> well, thanks, uh, thanks for playing, guys. That was great. That was so that fun. Was great fun. <laughs> I feel like a terrible, terrible human now. I'm gonna have to go and piss in a sink to, to sort of get my mind off it. And that's the show. Thanks for listening. It was, do you see what I mean about them being playful together? They, they just bounce off each other so well. They were having so much fun, which is what I really want from the show. I love it when the guests have a, have a really good time. Um, again, don't forget to follow them. Make sure to follow them because all of their stuff is fantastic. They're making a great podcast called Tiredness Kills. They've got a BBC radio series coming out in March that you should check out. I haven't heard it yet, but I, I mean, I know them and I know the delightful sausage work that they put out. And it's always so funny i see them every year in edinburgh they're they're just one of my favorite acts uh all of their information is in the description all of my social media information is in the description it's at mr chris betts on twitter and instagram that's mr chris betts there's also a twitter uh account specifically for this show so if you want to catch up on clips from that or um uh just keep up to date on what's going on with the show you can do it right there that's chris betts versus chris betts vs i tried to do verses like the name of the show v-r-e-v-e-r-s-u-s but that is too long for twitter which is surprising because i feel like i get followed by a bunch of people that are like amanda zero one eight five nine five six nine six nine six nine six nine and i'm like oh that's for definitely a person there's no way that's a bot this woman in lingerie who's also part robot um that's it for this week. Uh, again, if you want to play the game, if you want to be the Amy Gledhill, uh, but with a whole team of Amy Gledhills, what's great about the audience show is that it's not just one person at a time. It's that my 
the whole audience is my opponent. So you all work together and I just try to knock you out of the water. I miss doing it live so much and I can't wait until we all get out of this so I can I can see your faces while I crush you. Uh, that is everything. Again, if you want to watch the live streams of the show, they happen every Wednesday on twitch.tv slash chrisbetts. There is also, I've started doing uh, midnight chats with my good friend and friend of the show, uh, Botanical Garden Masturbator, John Hastings. So those are happening on Twitch as well. I've been releasing them on my YouTube page as well, so if you want to watch it there. But it's uh, uh, that's twitch.tv slash chrisbetts. We just get on and we talk. We talked a lot about Stolen Valor the other day. Uh, we got into the specifics of the Knight Rider theme song. It's basically us talking in the middle of the night about things that just come into our minds in the middle of the night. So you, that pretty much, you get a good idea of what's coming. Uh, thank you, as always, for listening. If you want to donate to the show, you can do it at ko-fi.com slash chrisbetts. Donations obviously always help because um, I don't really have any shows doing right now, so this is basically my job. So if you want to support the show, you're supporting me, and I very much appreciate it. That is everything. I will be back next week with some more guests who I'm very looking forward to playing with. Until then, take care. I love you.